morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Holy bleep, Big J. Here we are on the 13th day of October 2020. It's a Tuesday. Tuesday the 13th, Big J. Happy Halloween. Yeah. Ah. I, I can't believe it, man. What? can't believe it's October 13th. Uh, well, believe it, man. Uh, it's, uh, it's weird how time feels like it's crawling but yet screaming by as well. Yeah. It's the weirdest feeling in the world. About how, like, you, you think about it, you're like, I can't believe it's October already. But then, like, sometimes it just feels like time is just crawling. Yeah. I can't believe it's not butter. Fabio will tell you every time. I just wanted to say that. It is. <laughs> it is butter. Are you a butter believer, Big J, or do you buy that I can't believe it's not butter stuff? No, it's got to be real butter. I actually buy the I can't believe it's not butter. Of course you do. Uh, here's the thing. Another thing that you probably hate. I uh, I like the spray. The, the oh, yeah, spray. you're... I, I, like I, I like it for spraying on, like, say, buns. Uh, to, to, do you buy up. butter just to spray on buns? No, I don't. My kid, Ma- Ma- Maddie, the oldest, uh-huh. loves, I can't believe it's not butter spray. Yeah. She sprays it everywhere. Yeah, I don't spray it everywhere. Uh, I don't use it as deodorant. But that is how I feel like it's become a better way to ration my butter because I found if I was using, like, tubs, it w- I would just cake it on there and I'm like listen I'm already fat enough that can't be healthy I should probably find a way to do that and uh, while I looked around I think Parquet has got what are we doing what is happening uh, welcome to the morning after I'm going to stop this welcome, welcome. there's no uh, way anybody uh, is interested is Parquet in- <laughs> real butter no there's no way that anybody is interested in this conversation uh, hopefully you had a very long weekend and it was a good one uh, it is good to be back today on the show we will have a chance to actually play another clue in the X-Rock murder mystery that's happening at 7.30. Big J tells me he almost died this weekend. So Felt we're going like to get it. a whole story about that over the course of the show today. Plus chances to win things from us over the course of the program, too. We like to give away stuff just for you listening. So let's let's do that a couple times over with some Pop Culture Smackdown and Bad Impressions. Uh, Rope This is retired, but uh, hopefully those of you that, uh, that won have fun at the PBR on us. That's coming up this weekend, of course, too. So lots of things planned, including some streaming dumbass, but we play music on this morning's show as well, including some Pearl Jam. Let's kick off the show with some black. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. It's the X-Rocks. Newsfeed on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Well, Big J, the coronavirus numbers for the state of Idaho have not been good. Opposite of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Friday, uh, we set an all-time high, which is insane when you think about it, when we're supposed to be going the opposite way and then uh another like over 500 cases saturday and sunday and yesterday yesterday uh idaho added over 500 new cases 464 confirmed 50 probable idaho now reporting over 48,663 combined cases since this whole thing began ada county once again your hot spot 111 new cases yesterday 91 in madison county 68 in Canyon County. Three new deaths reported. Death toll is at 510. Latest hospitalization numbers as of October the 10th, 187 people currently hospitalized. 54 of those in the ICU. 24,523 estimated recoveries have been made, including our very own Big Jim. But uh, the story is not good. I mean, over 800 cases reported on Friday. That's bad. And so, once again, we continue to be a crazy hotspot just as far as the percentage of positive cases. 
Now again, there's a lot of other states that have numbers much, much higher than ours as a total, but our positivity percentage is right up there, man, with uh, double digits of people that detested for COVID ended up coming back positive, which is what they look at to go, okay, is this bad or is this good? And the answer is it's bad. And so... What are we doing to stop it, Big J? Nothing. That's right. That's absolutely correct. We have more death just in our state than the entire country of South Korea. We are doing absolutely nothing uh, in response to these uh, numbers that have gone up, except for standard operating procedures. And if that doesn't worry you, it probably should. Hey, uh, if there's been one problem with the Atlanta Falcons, it's been their defense. So why not give the defensive coordinator the head coaching gig after firing Dan Quinn? hey That's what the Atlanta Falcons have done. And Raheem Morris, well, you know, I imagine is an incredibly good coach and probably good at what he does. That defense has been god-awful. Here's what, here's what uh, would be great. is a couple weeks after this, then he gets demoted, and then Dirk Cutter gets to take <laughs> his job again. Yeah, if the name sounds familiar, it's because he was... Uh, the head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers from 2009 to 2011. And so he is now the interim coach for the Atlanta Falcons. Didn't get a chance to talk about any of the football that happened over the weekend. Of course, the big story was uh, Dak Prescott. Oh, man. Poor guy, uh, dude. I, I was watching that live, and I thought that he – I mean, it was just weird the way he reacted to it. It I looked thought, like maybe a cramp. Yeah, that's exactly what Tony Romo said, too. Yeah. But then, you, you know, you, you realize, oh, no, he was just in shock because something awful had just happened to his body. And so he is uh, done for the year, clearly. Uh, But he went home from the hospital yesterday afternoon, which is good news, undergoing successful surgery. He had a compound fracture and dislocation of his right ankle during the game against the Giants. Uh, he is looking at a four to six month recovery, as uh, and it's not. It's going to be a long road. But uh, I guess the question becomes for Dak: What do you do? You know, he'll be a free agent, or you know, the, the Cowboys could franchise tag him again. And they could play that game. Uh, or you could just tell them to pound sand and go, "You listen, I'm looking for long term now at this point. But who knows? Either way, it was a sucky story. He was having a great year, uh, even though the Cowboys were kind of underperforming. Dak Prescott. He was overperforming. Yeah. And so now it's the Andy Dalton show, Big J. Kellen Moore and Andy Dalton working together again. Well, for the, for the first, first time. time <laughs> to see <laughs> how this all works out. Uh, Saints beat the Chargers last night. The Chargers blew a 17-point lead, and uh, the Saints won in overtime. Of course, the Chargers had a couple of chances to win this game in regulation. Missed a field goal, missed an extra point, too. So it's kind of on the kicker there for the Chargers victory. Uh, But uh, congratulations to the Saints, who overcame a double-digit deficit for the second week in a row for a victory. So the Chargers are not looking that great. Again, they keep losing these close one-possession games. We're going to talk baseball here in the next round of important stuff, but know this, the coolest thing that may be happening now, Big J, anthology podcasts. Are you familiar with the concept? Uh, I, I guess, sure. Think of it like uh, like a book on tape and uh, a series that keeps going. And uh, there's going to be a horror one just in time for Halloween, and Keegan-Michael Key is going to star in it. And uh, the key voice, it's called Hawthorne Manor. It will bow on October 19th. It's a 13-part series, and they plan on bringing this thing back every Halloween. Blue House is putting it together. They, of course, is the studio that has done The Invisible Man and their horror take on Fantasy Island, and they've got their horror take on Freaky Friday coming up with Vince Vaughn. And so uh, we'll see how this all works out, but they're trying to get in the podcast world, and they're going to see if it's going to work out for them. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your first round of important stuff. 
It's Streaming Dumbass on the morning after with Nick and Big J. <laughs> Such a good version of that song, dude. Uh, yeah. All right, let's do some Streaming Dumbass. If you're not familiar with the concept, every single Tuesday, we head to a streaming network, and we strip away the stars, the creator of, the director of, the studio that brought you crap, and we're left with just something called a brief plot description. And based on that plot description alone, Big J must select a movie to watch and review in 24 hours. It is called Streaming Dumbass, and you can play at home if you like. Big J, if I'm doing this right, and I'm having some difficulty, I could be wrong, I I'm pretty sure each of these movies have been offered up to you originally and rejected. So this is like a round two for each one of these movies for you. And uh, each of them is from the dark comedy category, okay? Oh, God. So either way, we're dipping our toe into some funny stuff, but also some probably stuff that shouldn't be so funny. Got it? Right. Okay. So here we go. Movie number one. Robert Bendick is renowned as the world's greatest hitman. A group of self-obsessed assassins team up to take him out, determined to claim that title for themselves. But that proves harder than anyone thinks, and harder than it seems. Movie number two. Gary's a good dude. Seems like he's finally met the woman of his dreams in Samantha. And while he never really wanted children, Sam is a five-year-old son, and Gary really wants to connect with him. Problem is, Gary starts to think the little Lucas isn't all that he seems. Uh-oh. And then movie number three. Ray Samantha. Mooney is a fledgling entrepreneur who is trying to get his company off the ground in Los Angeles when a mysterious caller contacts him for a weekend gig with a handsome payday at the end. Ray jumps at the opportunity, but the job and his target may not be all that they seem. Ooh. Lots of targets here. Big J. Samantha. Movie uh, number one, movie number two, or movie number three? I'm going to go with uh, movie number one. Yeah? Yeah. How come? It just sounds fun. Assassins. Yo, well, there are two assassin movies, uh, but you had made up your mind probably by the time you well, I got to number three, so it really didn't matter. Yep. I could have just said it. You're anything. right. Uh, movie number two was called Little Evil. That starred Adam Scott and Evangeline Lilly. Oh, man. Uh, movie number three is called Take Me. That stars a couple of former guests of the morning after, Taylor Ooh. Schilling and Jim O'Hare. Uh, and I'm not sure, this is the one that I wasn't, I almost didn't include because I wasn't sure if you saw it already. Have you seen Killing Gunther? No, well, no. Wait, what is the well part? I, I started it, but never finished it. Why? Because it wasn't very good. Well, guess what? You're going to have to finish it. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's in it, and so is Taron Killam, uh, who is the writer and director of it. So... None of this sounded familiar to you, or you just decided you were going to take the movie yeah, you saw yeah, because totally, you wanted to watch totally. football already? That's what it could boil down to. Yeah, yeah. He's cheating at streaming dumb. Yeah, we may I, have to. I'm, I'm tired of being the upstanding uh, streaming dumbass citizen here. You're deciding to take. Then we're going to have to go a different route. We're going to go all Hulu. I'm going to make you start spending money on the, these again. What? Morning After with Nick and Big J. Uh, I guess you don't have to tune in tomorrow because Big J probably won't watch the movie. I'm Morning After with Nick and Big J. Big J, it's fall. How does it feel? Uh, I don't know, man. It's weird. Feels weird. Not your typical fall in 2020. Well, nothing's been typical in 2020. But do you feel at least a little bit better about yourself? No. <laughs> That's too bad. You're in the minority, my friend. Uh, and apparently it's all about the seasons, at least according to a new survey by one poll. They found that a majority of Americans, 56%, say they feel a little bit happier in the fall compared to other seasons. 
And 33% said fall was their favorite time of the year. God, we love fall more than any other season. I do love fall. Yeah? I'm a huge fall fan. Soups coming yes. your way, chili. Uh-huh. Uh, football. Okay. All these things have not been impacted by what's going on, so you should be relatively happy. You can have soup and chili anytime you want. Yeah. Football's still happening. I'm sorry. I don't want to bring everybody down with all the other stuff that, that's also happening. No, but. it's true, but you just listed off the things that you really enjoy yeah. about fall. Yeah, that right now is is uh, is cannot bring me any joy or happiness with all the sadness and utter depression that's floating around in the air. Among uh, things respondents said were best about fall, watching the leaves change came in at 51%, feeling the chill at 45%, drinking hot chocolate at 44%. Sorry, Big J. Chilies and soups did not make the list. <laughs> well, those people probably aren't pampered chef consultants, that are they? Following them was getting ready for the holiday at 40%. Other uh, baking and cooking related things were in the top 20, including baking pies, cinnamon apple food, drinks, having pumpkin spice flavored food and drinks, hot apple cider, pumpkin bread. They're all there. So uh, you can enjoy some sort of fall food festivities if you don't mind the alliteration and enjoy it still in the comfort of your own home it's supposed the point of the story was fall is supposed to make us feel a little bit better even if things are down in the dumps and gross and awful maybe just maybe the changing of the season can turn things around a little bit hey uh congratulations to listen i i I, there's something deeply weird about this that i enjoy and while i haven't partaken in much of the baseball season that has happened uh there's something in me that that loves the fact that we could be headed towards a rays and braves world series and nobody's gonna care (laughs) not that really anybody cares now if we're being perfectly honest uh baseball uh has I don't know, man. It's just uh, worked its way out of the collective consciousness, I think. And now uh, the Raves are the Rays are up two to nothing over the Houston Astros, uh, which I think a lot of people are happy to see, considering Houston's coming off of the cheating scandal. And so uh, they're up 2-0. For the record, the last 22 teams that have gone up 2-0 in a playoff series is one. The last time it happened was when the Red Sox came back on the Yankees back in 04. So. History's on the side of the Tampa Bay Rays right now. And then the Braves beat the Dodgers 5-1 last night in Game 1 of their series. Game 2 is set to be played today. So, I mean, we could have a battle of nobody cares if we've got the Braves and the Rays battling it out for the World Series. But that would be fun, I suppose. i like somebody different. The Dodgers have been in, like, the last 17 World Series, it feels like, and haven't been able to win. So I'm okay with somebody different in there. Would you have a horse in the race? Would you be cheering for Braves? Anybody? Probably the yeah. Braves. Just growing up as a kid, I was a Braves fan. Your and mom then, was too, right? Yeah, yeah, and Joe Morgan. I believe he played for the Reds. Okay, then. Uh, the <laughs> I just remember him calling all the Braves games. That's all. Well, he never worked for TBS. Are you sure you're thinking of the right guy? Yeah, Joe Morgan. He worked for ESPN. Now, he might have called some games on Sunday Night Baseball, but he never was a Braves announcer. You know that, right? Probably. I don't think you do. Saints beat the Chargers 30-27 to last night at home. On a comeback win, Will Lutz scored a 36-yard game-winning field goal in overtime as the Saints came down from double digits for the last two weeks. So they are, I guess, not happy with how they're getting off to a start, but they're winning at the end, so that's something. Speaking of, I guess that's something, the war with Grandpa. 
topped the domestic box office this weekend, the Robert De Niro comedy. Uh, it was meant to hit theaters in 2018, so they can't even blame the pandemic for this one. For some reason, it just came out this year. And it brought in $3.6 million during its premiere weekend. Forbes says that is the worst film box office topper for a debut since 1988 when Gorillas in the Mist opened up at number one with $3.45 million. You remember that movie? Yeah, yeah. Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver. Weaver. Uh, and it, it ended up dethroning Tenet, which was holding on to the box office top spot for the last couple of weeks. Uh, and uh, I told you that I saw Tenet, and I didn't think it was very good at Right, all. you did. Uh, so you can pass on it. Well, I mean, listen, it may be good. I just didn't understand it. It was too smart for the room for me. And uh, it was trying really hard to do a lot of stuff that I didn't get. So if you understood it, congratulations. I am not one of those people, and so therefore I did not enjoy the movie. But either way, it, it was uh, it was holding on lockdown for a pretty good amount of time there at the number one spot, but not anymore. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Tim <laughs> of a down, BYOB here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Appreciate all the text messages coming in asking about the clue yesterday, but it took a long weekend. And so now the murder mystery is back. Should we play another clue, Big J? Yeah. All right, let's see if we, we can get this thing solved. Here we go. Let's return to the scene of the crime for the X-Rock murder mystery. We know an EMP killed social media. Now the ex-staff are trying to figure out where we are in this crazy mixed-up world. All they have to go on is a newspaper clipping and two letters. VT. What could that mean? Very taco? VT. Voluminous turtle. Victory. Transmission? Uh, vulture tornado? Venom testicles. Guys, it's, it's a newspaper. I'm pretty sure it just means the paper was printed in Vermont. Letters VT, it's the postal abbreviation for Vermont. Ugh, we were trying way too hard. But if there's one thing I know, it's that the state isn't going to be enough to win this murder mystery. We're going to need the city as well. I'm not sure I can name any cities in Vermont. I haven't even been close to there. Yeah, it's not exactly a huge destination state. Well, what else do we have to work with? Just then, Tyler rips a sheet of paper off the wall. Hey, does this mean anything to anyone? It's pretty clear that Tyler and Ian are going to be the magic clue finding guys this year. It would appear that way. Huh. I mean, it kind of looks familiar to me. It definitely has an 80s cartoon vibe to it. I could be wrong, but is that Snowjob? The G.I. Joe character, Snowjob? <laughs> his, his name was Snowjob? Ha! Yeah, it was. Yeah, that sounds a lot like, uh... Don't! Don't. Even if that is Snowjob, I wish it meant something to me. It doesn't. Well, look, those Snowjob posters are hanging up everywhere, and I had no idea who that was. So, at least now we know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe! Do you know who killed social media? Do you know what murder weapon was used? Do you know where this murder occurred? Be Caller X at 208-287-1003 right now. And if you're right, we'll hook you up with a full year of the subscription box of your choice. Even a wrong guess gets your hands on a pair of passes to Haunted World. Call now to try and solve the X-Rock murder mystery from 100.3 VX Rocks. The ever-important snow job clue, Big J. It's genius. Look out. Real American hero. All right, so now we got to take a guess. What's going on? Let me see if we can't solve this thing today. Uh, the number is 208-287-1003. Let's get somebody on the phones to uh, take a shot at this. Good morning, the X. That's the part where you say hello. Nope. Hello. Hey, hi. How are you? Hello. Good. How are you? Excellent. What's your name, man? 
My name's Chris. All right, Chris, we need to know, uh, what was the weapon that was used in the X-Rock murder mystery? It was a knife. A knife? Oh, okay. Boy. We're off to a bad start. But then what is the uh, city in which we have uh, had this murder take place? Uh, let's go with Bangor, Maine. Bangor, Maine. <laughs> and then who committed the crime? Uh, Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders with a knife in Bangor, Maine, Big J. Is that right? No. No, not even close. It's not right. You were 0 for 3 that time around, my I mean, friend. We, you got Uh-oh. two of the things. Well, one and a half of the things completely wrong. Either way, it, it happens to the best of us. Maybe he missed the clues. You can't feel all that bad about it. But right. we are going to hook you up with a pair of passes to Haunted World for at least taking a chance. Uh, and listen, if, if I've known one thing about the murder mystery, man, you can't count on, uh, you never really know what's going to happen. So I say to you, congratulations on winning at least that. And to the rest of you, I say, listen again at 1230. Jason Drew will replay that clue. And then again at 530. So if you think you've got the solution, two more chances today to call in and try to wrap this thing up. If not, we'll have another clue right around this time tomorrow. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We're going to go to hell next on the X Rocks. <laughs> Morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. We are headed to Italy for today's We're Going to Hell story. Big J, please, your Italian accent. Uh, si. I'm going to need a little bit more because that could be a Luigi. lot. Luigi. Of- <laughs> that's it. That's all I got. All right. That'll work. And uh, you uh, you believe in ghosts and demons and all that gobbledygook, yes? Yeah, you're damn right I do. Uh, how are you in the world of curses? Do you believe that objects and things can be cursed? No. Thinna. You don't believe in that? No. But you believe in the other stuff? Yes. Where? How come you draw the line at that? You don't believe I mean, objects can be, uh, can be, I guess, uh, haunted? Here's the thing. I don't know enough about the powers that demons have. So if they, they could have the power, I guess, to, to do a curse, but I, I doubt it. Well, let me let me flip that on your on your logic head for a little oh, bit, because okay. you do believe that, that houses can be haunted, right? I believe a house can have a demon in it. Well, it can have ghosts and that kind of thing. Wouldn't that, wouldn't, wouldn't that house then be an object, just a bigger one that is haunted and or cursed? I guess. So by extension, then maybe you do believe in curses. Sure. All right. I believe in curses. Whatever you say, man. <laughs> Prosecution rest. And so we are headed to Italy because there's a tourist from Canada, actually, that has recently sent a bunch of stuff back to Pompeii 15 years after she took it because she believes that the artifacts that she took while she was on vacation 15 years ago are cursed and she no longer wants this curse on her damn family. Cursed. Now, you're familiar with the story of Pompeii, yes? Yeah, of course. It didn't end well. We'll put it that way. Uh, volcano, big eruption, hundreds of people dead, and it is uh, because uh, we are a morbid society and a group of people. Uh, it has turned into basically a tourist attraction where we look at all these people that are forever, you know, melted into what their uh, their very hot vulvic uh, kind of graves that they have found themselves in, and it's not good. And so you have yourself a situation where somebody went there when she was in her early twenties, around two thousand and five. And then grabbed a couple of mosaic tiles, pieces of ceramics, and put her in a bag. She was like, I'll forever remember this. Haha, <laughs> they'll never know. I'm in a bag. And so she says that she blames her stealing these artifacts from Pompeii as a run of god-awful luck for the last 15 years, including having breast cancer twice and experiencing financial hardship. 
So in the letter that she sent back to Pompeii, which I guess you send like to Pompeii, care of Pompeii, she said, quote, please take these back. They bring bad luck. At the time of the theft, she said she wanted to have a piece of history that nobody else could have, but the relics had brought, quote, so much negative energy that it, it was linked to that land of destruction that she could think of no other excuse why these things were happening other than that these tiles that she took were cursed. Of course, uh, the ancient site is one of Italy's most visited attractions and for years has had to deal with problems of tourists stealing from it, so she's not the only one. But in her letter, she says she's learned her lesson, and she asks forgiveness from God. She says, quote, I am now 36. I've had breast cancer twice. My family and I have also had financial problems. We're good people, and I don't want to pass this curse on to my family or children. Now, Nicole isn't the only one to repent. The package also contained another confessional letter for another couple, also from Canada, with some stolen stones from the site of 2005. And said that uh, they took them without thinking of the pain and suffering these so poor souls experienced during the eruption of Vesuvius and their terrible death. And over the, the past couple of years, they brought them bad luck. Now, listen, this is a common thing, which is also kind of weird. Over yeah. the years, a bunch of people have stolen stuff, but they've also returned them to Pompeii, expressing that these things have brought them bad luck. In fact, there is an actual section in the museum at the park of artifacts that were returned from people saying they were cursed. So that's a whole nother thing, too. Most of the time, tourists want to keep the relics as souvenirs, but thieves also try to sell pieces of Pompeii online. That's not good. And so they try to shut that down as well. But apparently this is pretty common, and apparently it's common yet to send them back because they're cursed. So, Big J, do you think tiles from Pompeii can cause financial hardship? Yes. Wonderful. I'm in. Now, here's a lesson that should be learned here. Maybe stop jacking stuff from ancient sites. Huh? Yeah, and ghost towns, too. Like uh, Bodie, it's a ghost town in, uh, I think, Nevada. Uh, it's also got some uh, allegedly haunted items. So don't take any volcanic tiles from there, either. And maybe, just maybe, you'll walk through life okay. You don't have to worry about cursed tiles or anything like that. Or the so, cursed earth. Uh, you can't be upset about things you bring upon yourself. You understand, Big J? Stop, yeah. Stop stealing stuff okay. and everything will be okay. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. As previously reported on this very radio show, the coronavirus numbers around Idaho aren't good. And guess what? They're not great across the country as well. Uh, we're starting to see a pretty serious spike in a lot of states as they kind of thought it might happen when cold weather weather kind of rears its ugly head again. And so now what does that mean, Big J? People are freaking out again. You understand? Freaking out, man! Especially when it comes to groceries. Americans are concerned that lockdown's going to happen again, and so now they're starting to freak out and stockpile food. In a recent poll from Sports and Leisure Research Group, slightly more than half of the respondents say they already have a plan to stockpile food and other essentials. Stop! Another top reason for doing so, fears of a resurgent pandemic, which could lead to disruptions such as new restrictions on businesses. Also, small share of those who are stockpiling say they're worried about unrest surrounding everything that's happening come November, of course, as well. Already, there's some evidence that grocery sales are rising. Industry sources say a typical bill for a trip to the grocery store rose to $72 for the week ending on October 6th. That's 11% higher than the week prior. 
The good news is shoppers will not see the type of shortages they experienced in March and April. For lots of reasons. Number one, people are already aware that it's happening and what people need. And so I don't know if you've gone to the store recently, but uh, you probably have seen the mountains of hand sanitizer they now have, regardless of where you go. They have adapted to that and realized the demand, and so they have made it readily available. That's a good thing. So they are reminding you, you don't need to stockpile. No matter what happens, there's not a shortage of anything currently that's going to be of drastic importance to you. So no need to go out there and buy 57 you know, packages of toilet paper. That's not a thing that needs to happen anymore. You're going to be okay. Just crazy. Be careful. That's all we're trying to say. The Braves beat the Dodgers 5-1. They are up 1-0 in the ALCS Game 2 today. Rays took a two-games-to-none lead after a 4-2 win over the Houston Astros yesterday. They got a Game 3 set for tonight. They're up 2-0 in that series, so we'll see if the Rays can have a pretty nice lead. Saints beat the Los Angeles Chargers last night 30-27. We have Tuesday Night Football on the TV tonight on CBS. You can watch the Buffalo Bills and the Tennessee Titans. Big J, who do you like? Uh, well, I mean the Bills have been on fire, so uh, but uh, it's pro- they're probably going to do. They're probably going to win. Yeah, I mean, don't forget that the Titans also haven't been allowed to practice for like. Yeah, ever. I mean, it's been it's been crazy. I just hope Derrick Henry has a huge, huge game. How many points do you need out of him tonight? Well, he's got one of the running backs from the Bills going, so I need about forty points. And then the other guys do nothing? Yeah, well, I mean, I literally, I literally I need 25 points, probably. Okay, so good luck. It's going to be an yeah. interesting I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm surviving this. We'll recap the uh, the Morning Edge Fantasy Football League tomorrow. Drag Dak Prescott went home from the hospital yesterday afternoon, one day after undergoing surgery for a compound fracture and dislocation of his right ankle that he suffered during the Cowboys game against the New York Giants earlier Sunday. Mike McCarthy said he spoke to Prescott and described him as being, quote, in very good spirits. ESPN uh, credited a source as saying that uh, Prescott is facing four to six months of rehab. So it's a long road back. He's out for the year. And Dallas Cowboy fans are not happy about good old Andy Dalton and Kellen Moore working together. So we'll see what ends up happening there. They're with not the Cowboys happy season. about him? No, I don't think Cowboy fans like Andy Dalton. We'll see. Doesn't seem like they do. The Cowboy fans that we've surveyed, at least. That was one. Well, I've, was I've, one also, I've also talked to Randy, who has uh, placed himself a Cowboys fan. And he said he wants to give up on the Cowboys. It's with Andy Dalton as quarterback. Well, that's not a surprise so coming from two, him. I, I know two Cowboys. Well, actually, I know three, and the other one's not happy about Andy Dalton either. So I'm three Cowboy fans deep into people that aren't excited about the Andy Dalton era. I don't know how many of you are that are pro-Andy Dalton, but I'm ready to hear the counter-argument. Uh, I don't have one. Exactly. Big J, uh, one way or another, we're going to put uh, Ozzy Osbourne uh, back on stage again. Apparently, according to his wife, Sharon, Ozzy's going to do the farewell tour that he was supposed to do this year in 2022. Sharon confirmed the news to uh, Planet Rock Radio, saying that uh, despite his recent health issues, not to mention the pandemic, the No More Tours 2 run will happen the year after next. She says, quote, Ozzy's tour has been rebooked. The British tour, he'll be back in 22. We carry on as normal. We've been doing lots of TV shows here and there, and we've got to just keep going until Ozzy can go back live. The complete list of Ozzy's rescheduled dates has not been released, but damn it if he's not going to get back on that stage in two years, Big J. So, wow, I know. That's what I thought, too. But got to keep that money train coming, baby. Choo-choo. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. 
down. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. And up for grabs here, we have Boo at Night, Nick. And that's happening at Zoo Boise. And uh, it runs uh, here this week through the 18th, the 22nd through the 25th, and the 29th through the 31st. Uh, evening time, you can take the kids and uh, do trick-or-treating in a safe manner. Uh, of course, uh, social distancing, all of that thing happening. We'll get you a family four-pack here if you can beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown. All right, if you got what it takes, 208-287-1003 to play a little game called Pop Culture Smackdown. I say to thee, good luck. Let's get ourselves a contestant. Oh, my God. Hello, the X. Hey, how's it going? Good, good. What's your name, man? Clark. All right, Clark, you're up first. Clark. Courtney Love is the lead singer of what grunge band? Oh, what was it called? Oh, crap. I know it's not garbage, but I'll go with garbage. Wrong. It's not garbage, no. Not garbage, man. No. Hello, The X. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, we need to know Courtney Love is the lead singer of what grunge band? Hole. Hole is absolutely correct. All right. What is your name, sir? Jesse. Jesse, you're taking on Big J. Hey, Big J, Dan Quinn was just fired after six-plus seasons as the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. You know that. Mm-hmm. What very commonly named man did he replace as head coach of the Atlanta Falcons? Commonly named na- yeah. man? Yeah. And I'll say this. I mean, he- here's what I did not know. Longest-running head coach in Atlanta Falcons history and the most wins in Atlanta Falcons history as well. Those are two big hints. Uh, I can see his face, his big dumb face. His his, uh, but I can't remember. I can't remember his name. Uh, let's go, with Dan Reeves. Wrong. No, Dan Reeves was several seasons ago. Uh, Mike Smith. Yep, right. Mike Mike, Mike Smith. Smith. Very commonly named. I, I can picture his gray hair and. Uh, but yeah, he was the head coach for seven seasons. And won like 141 games as the head coach of the Falcons. And out on his ass. Uh, either way, uh, that's all it takes, Jesse. Congratulations. You got yourself all set up and ready to go with some. I'm trying to catch uh, up on time. Here nights. No. <laughs> Zoo Boise, hang on one second. We'll get some information from you. I thought there was a puncher's chance that you would have got that one right. Yeah. I, 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 I man was... thing. And I remember you were commenting back when he was the head coach about the last name similarities, which is why. I, I remember his name was Mike, but that was about it. I can remember his last name. Hunt. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yep, that was it. We will do some headlines. That's next on the X-Rocks. Why buy a used car at just any dealer in the Idaho Center? It's time for Headlines on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by GoTeamMazda.com. It's a website for Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. It's a pretty great website. You should check out if you're in the market for a newer used vehicle. Inventory is always getting updated there. There's the payment calculator, so you kind of know what you're getting into, and the Fresh Start credit button, too. So if you're looking to rebuild things, that's a great place to get started. GoTeamMazda.com. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Mistakes were made. Here, kitty, kitty, and so it begins. Here, kitty, kitty. Law enforcement officials had to step in, Big J, after a couple who answered an online ad about a cat for sale received a tiger cub instead. According to reports from the United Press International, a couple from France said they paid around $7,000 to have a pet cat sent their way back in 2018. And what they ended up getting, Big J, was a surprise tiger cub. Surprise! Now listen, I- I'm not... I've never had a cat that I haven't rescued, 
But is there a cat in the world worth seven thousand dollars? Um, shouldn't that have been like red flag number one? Yeah. Right? Yeah, like, there are a couple cats that are are very super rare. Uh, yeah, and, and are kind of in the thousands, but like tigers, for instance. Well, they're they're similar, but not but not a tiger. After receiving uh, the surprise tiger, the couple brought the situation to the attention of local authorities. Now, basically, after a two-year investigation, nine people were arrested earlier this month in connection to buying or selling of the tiger, including the couple who bought it, though they were discharged Don't by police. Cancel. According to the UPI, good job remembering his name. The cat is now in the care of for the French Agency for Biodiversity, and officials are pursuing animal trafficking charges against the suspect. So, watch out. A reminder that it's not exactly legal to uh, own tigers in a lot of parts of the world. We're cool with it here for some reason. But, yeah, it's weird. Mistakes were made, or so it begins. So it begins. The battle between nature and robot has begun, Big J. A robot beetle went up against a real beetle in a wrestling match in a jaw-dropping battle of bug against machine, and it played out on YouTube. Who do you think won, Big J? Uh, probably the robot. Wrong. It was oh. the damn real beetle. Even though the robot was much bigger and being a robot, probably much brainier. The beetle first tried to nudge the robot out of its space, like, get lost, pal. But with that didn't work, he ended up grabbing the robot in a death grip and then tossed it right the hell out of the ring. Go on, get! So maybe bugs are a little bit smarter than we think, or wow. they're more territorial. Either that or robots are dumber than we fear, and we got some issues. Or it could have been a programming error. Who knows? But either way, it's nature one, robot nothing, at least for now. The only good kind of bug is a dead bug. But the bug won. So it's still alive. The Just robot's saying. now dead. Just wanted to bring up Starship Troopers. Thanks for noticing. I noticed. But nobody else gets that reference because nobody else has seen the movie. Wrap it up with mistakes were made. Some parents might need to rework a little bit harder at hiding their stuff. A mom in Scotland was stunned to find her bottle of lubricant in her five-year-old daughter's pocket once the child returned from school. The little girl thought the lube was actually a bottle of hand sanitizer. No, no. And told her mom she didn't want to get the germs while at school. Her mom uh, explains, quote, because her name is Summer and the bottle had Ann Summers on it, I think she thought it was hers. Right away, I was mortified thinking what the teachers had seen it, but I guess they saw it, they wouldn't have taken it away. So, of course, Ann Summers specializes in the sale of sex toys and other adult items. I don't tell you that, though, Big J. No, you don't. But some people may not know, much like Starship Troopers references. <laughs> and so That might be like a European version of uh, Adam and Eve. Could be. I don't know. I have no idea. It is in Scotland, so you never know. But at least it wasn't show and tell day. That would have been a whole other issue, right? Right, but that poor kid's been using that on her hands. Stuff slipping all over the place. Her pencil sliding out of her hand at school. Why will my pencil work? Stupid hand sanitizer. At least she's still in the age where she's kind of ignorant about that stuff, and hopefully it will stay that way until she finds out about social media. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. Metallica, all within my hands. Thank you. 
It's the morning after with Nick and Big J. Sounds like you had your life within your hands, Big J. Yeah. This weekend. What the hell happened? I want to hear the story now. Uh, so, uh, you know, it could have been uh, a man up Monday situation as well. But, uh, you know, we have uh, these uh, in our kitchen. And I don't know if everybody's kitchen has this, but um, we've got our, our lighting in our kitchen is um, those tubes. You know, those long tubes. Fluorescent lights. Yeah, fluorescent tube lighting. And so there's there's two sets of them, and uh, the covering for them is a big plastic panel sure. that uh, sits inside of uh, the, I don't know, I guess the ceiling. The ceiling, yeah. Much like what's going on in here, yeah? Yeah, exactly okay. like it. And so I guess Friday afternoon, while I was still here at work, one of those panels just released itself onto the floor and, and broke. And so had enough of this world. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, I mean, it, maybe it was because of the earthquakes. Who knows? Uh, but uh, it needed to be replaced. So, o- over the weekend, the wife and I we went to uh, go and uh, grab uh, some new panels, okay. and then we're like, "Listen, the other two fluorescent tubes don't look like the other two. Let's get some new ones." So uh, now, naturally, our ceiling and our our, uh, our kitchen is very tall. I mean, it's probably 14, 15 feet up there, and so we got to get the extra big ladder and the wife gets up there and she can't um unloosen the, the tube okay right so i'm like you know she probably just didn't want to break it who wants to break one of those in their hands right so i'm like i'll get up there and see if i can do it and i get about halfway up this ladder and i'm like you know i'm probably pushing over 100 of the safety of this ladder and I'm like, I'm going to get down. I'm not going to do this. So we we shelved the idea until uh, uh, Mason's boyfriend, Kyle, could do it. He's much taller. He's, you know. Uh, fit. Fit. Yeah, young, strong man. <laughs> uh, so in the meantime, the, the plastic um, coverings, we had we, were, we, we had them leaning up against uh, one of the cabinets there in the, in the kitchen. And later that night. We're watching TV. I go into the kitchen to grab something, and I don't know what it was, but I started to lose my footing. What? Yeah, my footing. And and the next thing you know, uh, one of those plastic things slides out and is flat now. And as I'm trying to catch my balance, I step on that. Well, there's no friction there. And, Nick, I'm telling you right now, the wife on numerous occasions always asks if she hears something fall. Is, did you fall down? And I'm like, no, listen, if I fall down, you will know the difference. You will hear it. And I tried to catch my balance, and it was there's no way. Once that was going, I was like, oh, hell no. And both my feet leave the earth, Nick. And, and I go crashing because obviously uh, I'm like, <laughs> decal, the weight is just on the other end. And I go, whoop, and, and I go upside down and crash just on my shoulder and my back and my wrist. And it was just bad news. I'm like, oh, my God, I, couldn't, I can't believe I didn't break anything. How did you ever figure? Listen, nobody falls in their house more than you. Did you no, ever I figure don't fall out inside uh, my house? You fell on your house talking to the fire department. You fall on your house. Uh, a I don't lot. remember that one. You don't remember when you were talking no, about that smoke was, detectors that and was... you're slipping and sliding with your brand new socks and you fell down. Oh yeah, the socks. That does happen to me a lot. <laughs> so what floor? You never slipped on a not li- not like not to the point what where I'm grippies. Where I'm no, but Maybe not to the point where I'm losing I'm both unbalanced of my... because of my huge belly. 
So that causes a weight differential that makes me very unbalanced. So you just slipped on like were you, like grease or something that was cooking and like maybe it hit the floor? I don't know. I may have been distracted by stutter stepped. I don't know. But either way, those things came undone and I don't, maybe I started to fall on those. They were already down. Either way, it was uh, it was bad. And, and I was like, lucky I didn't break anything. And I told the wife, I go, that's what it sounds like when I fall. Okay, now you know. Did you let out a groan? Like, ah. Uh. Yeah. Take, yeah, a little, did. take a second to get back up. Yeah, and I didn't feel very good. I can imagine. Um, and, and Probably so, had to do a Dak Prescott check to make sure everything was in place. Yeah, I did. And I was lucky to report that I wasn't. I didn't die. But right. I felt like it was close. So another spill in the big gym. Did it make you want to? How about you put some rugs down in the kitchen? Huh? No, how about I just go barefoot the rest of my life? Well, you do whatever you want to do. It's your house. No, that's right. You're right. Uh, but, you know, I recently moved into a house... That is nothing but wood, and I was like, I need some carpets up in here, and so that's what I did. I put rugs in the kitchen to have some areas of oh, safety I around also, the oven. And the I also oven. broke both <laughs> of the coverings, by the way. So I could have landed on one of those. Oh God! It just, what that would be a typical. Did it break after you fell, or during it, or during? In the probably. I don't know, but both of them smash. So, oh, and to report, yes, uh, Kyle did uh, put in the new uh, tubes, but now we need, need to go get to go him. back yeah. and grab the actual things that cover them up again. Yeah. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Happy that you're here, though, buddy. We'll do some bad impressions next on the X-Rock. I'm not impressed. Morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Yeah, we'll hook you up with a gift card to Papa Joe's Italian Restaurant here in Boise off of Capitol Boulevard. Uh, gonna have some lunch there today. Yeah, well, uh, you don't have to, but uh, we are. No, we, uh, we, Nick and I. Uh, and power so, lunch. uh, <laughs> is, yeah. that, is that what we're doing? Yeah, we're gonna power through everything on the menu, right? No. No, no. What? No. I, I, as much as I love Italian food, I'd like to be able to move at the end of the lunch, and I don't <laughs> think I'd be able to if I power through that entire menu because it's because it is vast and very good, and you can have some of your very own if you want to play Bad Impressions. 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you want to play the game. Big J's got three clues. It all revolves around somebody famous. Figure out the famous person. Lunch is on us or dinner's on us, I suppose. Hello, the X. Hey, this is Dennis. All right, Dennis, you're up first, man. Good luck. I really can drive 55. I just sing about not being able to. Can I hear that again? I was turning down my radio. Oh. Oh, yeah. I really can drive 55. I just sing about not being able to. Okay. I have my own tequila called Cabo Wabo. Next one. I was one of the singers in the band Van Halen. You have three choices there. I know. His name is escaping me. And I'll give you a hint. It ain't Gary Sharon. Just a gigolo. Um... Ah, I can't remember it right now, darling. That's all right, Dennis. You were wandering down the wrong path anyway. Yeah, obviously. Hello, the X. Oh, hey, I was calling about the uh, bad impressions. Wonderful. That's why I picked up the phone. Did you hear Big J's clues, or did you need him again? I, I did hear them, and it's Sammy Hagar. Yes, it is. It is Sammy Hagar. Well done, my friend. Hang on one second. We'll get you some Papa Joe's. Uh, why is Sammy Hagar in the news? Today is Sammy's birthday. Do you know how old uh, Sammy is? Uh, is, it, is it a milestone one? 
Is it a big one, or is it just a, like no, a... I'm asking you. Do you know how old he is? Well, that's why I'm asking. Is it like no, 70? No, it's not. 73. 73, okay. <laughs> He's old. But, uh, are, he but... Looks, he looks pretty good, and recently, obviously, with the death of Eddie Van Halen, uh, he had revealed to Howard Stern uh, that he and Eddie have uh, had rekindled their friendship and uh, had been in, in close contact with one another for, for months, but were keeping it uh, a secret. And, um, you know, he said that, you know, years ago he he wanted to get in touch with Eddie because he didn't want, uh, he's getting older and people, he just didn't want to leave any regrets out there. Yeah, so. you know, there was, I mean, before Eddie passed, unfortunately, and, and you know, Dave the Roth had said in some interviews even last year that there was some hints that Eddie wasn't feeling that great with his cancer battle. But uh, there was talks about, you know, how Sammy had kind of made good with all the Van Halen guys, and Dave did as well, obviously. And so they were talking about going on the road together. With the that two singers crazy. doing a, crazy. you know, basically a Van Halen's kind of greatest hits kind of thing and just alternating singers every single song. Uh, but obviously that didn't happen. But either way, uh, and didn't his birthday party, you know, usually has a huge birthday party down in Cabo Wabo in Mexico for his uh, birthday party. That got kind of like jacked up, too, because of coronavirus. Yeah. Right? Yep. So either way, happy birthday, Sammy Hagar. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We will wrap up this show next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> We are Chaos, that is Manson, wrapping up the old show today. Good to be back on the horse for this Tuesday after a long weekend. Hopefully you enjoyed that as well. Thanks for hanging out with us. Had another clue in the X-Rock murder mystery, and then a guest that completely derailed everything that was in the clue. So hopefully you have a chance to listen again today at 12.30 and then at 5.30 for that clue. And if we don't get anybody figuring it out, then tomorrow at 7.30 we'll have another clue. Clue number seven in the murder mystery that maybe will help you inch a little bit closer to figuring this whole thing out. Big J almost died this weekend thanks to Slippery Floors or Slippery Socks, one of the two. But he got to hear that we got to hear the story of him going ass over tea kettle in his own kitchen. Kaboom. <laughs> Breaking plastic things. And damn near his hip in the process. Glad you're okay. And any resi- are you sore, like residual soreness? Yeah. yeah what day next- was this that you fell? It was Friday night. Friday night, okay. So four days later, you're still a little bit banged up? Or maybe it was Saturday night. Um, Yeah, I thought maybe uh, at first I might have hit my head on the uh, floor. Oh, really? Like you were concussed? Yeah, but I I wasn't. Just regular big J fog? Yeah, yeah, regular fog. But no, I was sore. I felt like I could get hit by a truck. I'm still sore. Put that in American Truck Simulator. And, of course, we also had a chance to give away some stuff. We will continue that tomorrow. Big J will have a movie review, at least in theory. You're going to want to tune in for that as well. Jason Drew is up next. You guys have a good one. We will see you tomorrow. It's the X-Rocks 